Welcome back to the new season of Straight Up. I'm Brooke. And I'm Zane. So there's a bunch of people that make this show. You might have noticed there's plenty different of people who have hosted it. This season is Zane and me, but you'll hear from many other young people who have done interviews for us or with us. Today we're talking about free education options for young care leavers. I went and had a chat with Andrew Birkinshaw from the Australian Institute of Social Relations, and this is what he had to say. My name's Andrew Birkinshaw, and I'm the Manager of Education and Training with the Australian Institute of Social Relations. Can you tell me a bit about what you guys do? Absolutely. So the Australian Institute of Social Relations, uh, or refer to it as ASAR, or the Institute, it's what we normally refer to it as, is like the learning arm of Relationships Australia, South Australia. We do a lot of accredited courses from Cert 3 all, all the way through to um, advanced diplomas. So yeah, that, that's uh, pretty well what we're all about. I actually did a couple uh, months at the Institute of Social Relations. Okay. It, I didn't, didn't end up going through with it, but I really liked uh, uh, the people that work there. Yeah. There's some really great people working in the one in High Marsh. Okay. What would yeah. you study there? What'd you start uh, I started doing uh, youth work. Okay. Some, some sort of certain youth work. Yeah. And I did it for about three months and I decided it wasn't for me. Yeah. And, yeah. and I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't something that I was ready for. Yeah. So maybe I'm not. Just out of care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's right. And and it's maybe it's not for you yet, but down yeah. the track it could be something interesting. Yeah. Kind so, of thing. Yeah. And a little bit about me too is um, youth work is my absolute passion. Um, that's of not only being an education ed, educationist and, and trainer, educationist, I don't think that's even a word, <laughs> but an educator and trainer, but I've also worked as a youth worker within that that sort of 20-year period. So, and I've worked in a lot of remote Aboriginal communities. I've worked um, in a lot of regional communities um, and worked a lot in, in the child protection side of things as well. So, yeah, yep. mainly training up existing workers in that space. So. And... Um... So it's now DCP and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So when it was Families SA, but it also worked yeah. with DCP. So they'll probably change their name again. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the one of the the reasons why I I obviously wanted was interested in it. Yeah. One of the reasons I felt like I could do it was because they offer free training. Yeah. To uh, kids who used to be in, or adults who used to be in care. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me a bit more about that? Um, yeah, well, that's a bit of a scheme, and and that has changed. It used to be for people that have been in care and were twenty five years and over. They've actually changed that now to anyone that is or has been in care or under guardianship, um, and that's from sixteen years of age now. And um, basically, for any subsidised course, uh, you, you're able to access completely free training everything will be wavered through the department so it's a really good scheme yeah, and, and that's for, for your lifetime essentially so yeah do you know who else offers free education to care leavers uh basically any registered training organization um that is providing accredited courses that are subsidized courses should and yeah, should have to offer that that free uh, course so those free waivers i don't know about universities though um obviously for, for a lot of young people that have been in care there, there's barriers to education so it's, it's a justice thing that needs to be done so it shouldn't just stop in the vocational education training side of things it should go on to higher education is my belief but i can't give you an absolute answer on that you'd be best going to the universities and asking that so yeah you'd hope so It'd be yeah. a lot of, great to see a lot more people care leavers um 
with higher education and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Probably the best thing I'd suggest is ringing up the universities and asking them directly, you know, um, do they offer that? So anything that's like TAFE that's subsidised? TAFE, I've come from TAFE, so yeah, absolutely TAFE do uh, offer offer subsidised courses and yeah, should should be doing the the, um, the waiver, so it should be completely free. That's interesting. That's, that's good to know. Yeah. You know that one. Yeah. Uh, if you met a young person who is embarking on study, what would your advice to them be? How can someone prepare for study as someone like the Institute? Okay, it's a really good question. Um, and I'll probably start with the most, what I think is the most critical aspect of it. And I always talk to folks about this. Be really clear on what your your meaning, motivation, purpose of actually coming into study is. What do you want to actually get out of it? What's actually driving you? What are you passionate about? And then what do you want to achieve um, at the end of the day? If you get that that certificate or that diploma, what is it that you want to achieve? So setting yourself goals right from the outset. But if you're really clear about this is what I want to do, this is why I want to do it, that that's, you're halfway there. That'll really help to, to drive you. Because sometimes study is a bit like um, it's the ups and downs of life. You know, you have your huge highs when you're, you're going really, really well. There's going to be some times when you're, you're struggling a little bit. And there's lots of in between where it's just sort of just plodding along through. But if you are very clear on your meaning and your motivation um, to undertake that, that course of study, then you just keep going back to that and then that, that'll help to push you through. The other thing I would say is um, before even coming into study, um, just understand that there's a lot of documentation and paperwork that you have to complete. Um, The first thing you'll need to have is what they call a a USI, a unique student identifier. So you need to have ID, like birth certificates and all that. So just make sure you've got all that or work with people that can help you to get that before coming in. Um, The other thing is given that it's a lot of online work these days, make sure you've got the resources, make sure you've got the equipment, you know, so like having having the computer, having a headset, having a camera, um, and having some, some literacy around that, that sort of digital world. Always, uh, yeah, have that extra support that you can actually, if you've got like a case manager or somebody else that can help you uh, navigate through that education system is a really good thing. I suppose also just another one just to understand coming into study is it's really important to keep yourself safe in that environment. We create a positive, positive learning environment, but there's going to be some things that um, could push some buttons, you know. So we, we might be talking about child protection or we might be talking about domestic violence or we might be talking about mental ill health. And, and not just for care leaders, but for everybody that, that can yeah. push buttons. So just keeping, keeping yourself safe. Um, and the biggest one for me is having a growth mindset, which means um, yeah, a fixed mindset might be going, I can't do this, you know, what am I doing? You know, a growth mindset is going, yep, I'm going to accept that challenge and I might not be there yet, there yet but I'm going to keep persevering, I'm going to keep trying, I'm going to get that support I need. So that sort of answer that question? Yeah, yeah it it's, it's probably a lot more I can get in there around study tips and hints and all of that type of stuff that will be here to... 1230 otherwise. <laughs> well, going back to what you said about um, uh, making sure you're there for like the right reasons and stuff. Like, I know I joined because I, I wanted to uh, help uh, ch- children and young people in like similar, situ- similar situations to like I was in. Yeah. And then after doing it for a while, I realized that, you know, actually maybe there's someone who's just been out of care for like uh, a year or two. Yeah. That maybe I wasn't ready to 
deal with and help other children deal with problems that were similar to mine or maybe worse than mine. Yeah. And I felt like maybe that might overwhelm me too much. Yeah. So yeah. That's, I think that's definitely something to, to think of and yeah. be mindful of. Um, yeah. You need to be ready yourself to... Absolutely, absolutely. So people coming with lived experience um, really give a really unique perspective on the qualification. We want to hear from everyone when we're in a class, so it's really important that people participate. Um, but yeah, that's what I was saying before. There's going to be some times when, when things are pushed, buttons are pushed, and you might not be ready for it yet. Um, yeah. Um, but I, I certainly encourage people with lived experience coming into a qualification such as youth work because you know, you know you're on the other side of that and, and you've certainly got some ideas about how, how that could be improved or just letting other people in the class that, that have had different experiences know what it's like from a person that's been in care, I think that's a really good thing to do. And so you're not ready, you're not ready, um, and you, you need to be ready to, to come in there. So um, definitely, yeah, so I think I think it's a wise choice of yourself. Um, but like I said, yeah, down, down the track, yeah, yeah. Down the track, I maybe uh, am able to deal with that kind of stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't rule it off completely. It's yeah, good. Like, it's not, a, <laughs> not wasn't a right then kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you met someone who was considering finishing high school or higher education, would you encourage them? What would you say? I would obviously say do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely do it. Um, you will incre- uh, experience both professional growth, meaning you know the growth you need to actually go out and do the job of a youth worker or community service worker or a plumber, a mechanic. You know, like you could go to TAFE uh, and do hairdressing, but you also experience a lot of personal growth. You, you'll find out lots about yourself as well, so it can really help on that journey, um, just understanding yourself a little bit. And it can also provide a bit of a foundation if you're looking at going on to further study into university and all that, and, and you've left school early perhaps, um, uh, that can give you that that uh, yeah that, that kicking board or that that foundation to keep moving on. So, and I'm just going back because I'm talking mainly about the vocational education side of things, but I've also worked in flow programs, so flexible learning option uh, programs. Yeah, I, was, I spent a lot of time in flow. Yeah, so so and the reason I did that is just that I think it's critical that you know that young people have something when they leave school, a piece of paper, because it can actually. The institute's pretty good. All you'll need to do is their LLN assessment to get in, but somewhere like TAFE, to get into TAFE to do a Cert 4 in youth work, you'll have to have a Cert 3. To get in to do a Cert 3 in community service work, so you have to have a Cert 2. So um, it is important that people leaving that school environment have, have something to sort of show, particularly in, in this in this world. It's never too late, that's the thing I'm going to say too. Like, yeah, you know, so even, even if that hasn't happened, that's what the Institute's there for and it's never too late. So, um, yeah. Does that answer that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's, um, I feel like a lot of my peers and people like me uh, wouldn't complete high school Yeah. and then think because they didn't complete high school that there wasn't any more education beyond that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, wanting to learn is definitely very like a valuable thing to have. Yeah, like yeah. just the like yeah the want and like determination and desire to learn, no matter yeah. like what form it is. Yeah, it might not be traditional school, but like any, anything is really good. Yeah, I'll just give you an example. Not that it's about me, and I shouldn't make it about me, but I didn't finish high school. 
I started working almost like as a mechanic and doing things like that. And uh, then I started working as youth work, a youth worker. This is back in the days when you didn't need a qualification. But then I became really interested in that. And then I've never stopped my learning journey after that. I've you know, been off to university now and I've got a couple of degrees and all that. So it didn't stop me. <laughs> so um, it was hard, part, a little bit harder to start with. Um, but it's something that I just love and I, I love learning. I just don't have enough time to keep doing it these days. But I learn from, from you, you know, wonderful people too. <laughs> So I continue to learn in that space. So. I feel like I've definitely adopted that mindset where I enjoy learning now and I really yeah. value learning. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was in care, I didn't. I did drop out of high school. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until like a year or so out of high school that I decided, or out of care, sorry, that I decided I wanted to go back and finish high school. Yeah. So that was uh, that was definitely a good experience, I think. Yeah. Well, and even though I know I didn't need to do that to mm. go on to do whatever I wanted to do. It, uh, it definitely you know, felt good to actually accomplish this thing. Oh, Even if it was, you know, like three years late or whatever. No, so never, it's like, it's yeah. never, never too late. So yeah, exactly. um, I think it's important to find out, okay, what am I interested in? You know, actually sitting down and go, what are my interests? And then lining that up. Because if you can find something that you're absolutely passionate about um, and you really enjoy doing, that you can flourish and thrive in that space, it's that old yeah. cliche, isn't it? But, I always say that. Focus on something on something that you're gonna enjoy. Yeah, not yeah. Something that gets you the most money or no, that's exactly right. Because you won't get you a lot of money. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, what what you're gonna enjoy doing? So um, yeah, so there's a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah, spot on about that. So mm. I've tried on a lot of like different, briefly diff- a lot of different hats in the last five or so years, and. Um, you know, um, even just starting something and as much as I haven't figured what I want to do out yet, I think just trying stuff and then knowing, like, uh, that's not for me or mm. maybe this is okay, but I'd like to have it this way. Yeah. And it, it helps you figure out kind of what what you're doing. And just because you pick something doesn't mean you have to stay with it no. for the rest of your life. That's and right. Yeah. Everything's like a progression towards something, oh, whatever, whatever you lead it to. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. and um, and nothing's a waste either. So even if it just helps you with work ethic, it's it's helpful. Oh, absolutely, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Any experience is, is good, really. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, just have a go. I think that's a really and then, yeah, and you you'll eventually find out what fits with you, and I think that's a really good point. So the other thing around you know doing something like uh, something with the institute or wherever you go and study is that you will get recognition for that from time to time so if you go into a cert three we can say okay we'll recognize that you've done these things here you don't need to repeat that again because you've already done that so um yeah like modules and stuff yeah yeah, yeah units yeah. Yep. absolutely yeah i've run into a lot of uh people in different uh education areas that uh are willing to sit down and help you work out steps towards, uh, like for your career and stuff. Like, yeah. there was some good youth workers in Flow. Mm. Um, I went to Thurberton Senior College, mm. uh, and they had some good uh, youth counsellors or whatever the job description is. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that would help with that kind of stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, for some people, a lot of people, if we were to say. Where, where, where do you want your future to be? Do you see where you're going to be in, in two years, four years, five years, ten years? A lot of people go, no, nah, got no idea. So those, those counsellors can actually help you to get a bit of a picture about your identity, about who you are, what you're interested in. 
um, and really um, align um, something that's going to be meaningful and purposeful for you, something you're going to be really motivated around. So that's that's what their job is to do. So. Thank you, Andrew, for coming in and helping us with this podcast. It's been my absolute pleasure, Zane, and great to meet you and, and have a yarn. So yeah, I've enjoyed it. So thank you. We did some research after speaking to Andrew. There doesn't seem to be a single subsidy scheme or scholarship for young people with care experiences to attend university. But all the unis in SA do offer scholarships for students with disability, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander students, students from regional and remote areas, and students who are experiencing financial hardships or disadvantage. We've put the links to those and everything we talked about with Andrew in his show notes. Thanks all for listening. Until next time. Straight Up is a part of the GOM Central project. You can find out more about GOM Central by visiting gomcentral.elmplace.org.au or join us on Facebook. GOM Central is delivered by Postcare Support Services and funded by the Department for Child Protection. If you have left care or are about to leave care and are struggling with any issues, get in touch with Postcare Support Services on 1800 188 118. Uh, your hosts are Brooke and Zane. This podcast was created on Ghana and Paramount country. We would like to acknowledge the Ghana and Paramount peoples and all the Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islander Australians, their spiritual, physical, emotional, mental and economic connection to their seas and land. Special thanks to Andrew Birkinshaw. I don't know how to say that last name very That's well. That's it. You got it. Special thanks to Andrew Birkinshaw.